All right, before we get started, I have one question. Is there gas in the car? Yes. Say what? All right, never mind. Well, we're off to a hot start. Go ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to do something uh, highly unorthodox here. We're going to start <laughs> this uh, episode with a lightning round. Ooh. John. Yes. There's gas in the car. Oh, there's gas in the car. No, it's not it. Quickly. Um, family affair. Sly in the family stone. Does it float your boat? It's a family affair. It's a family No. Okay. Well, yes. M- mine either. It's from 1971. Anyway, the reason we bring that up is because we're welcoming a guest that's been much referenced so far. Much this- maligned, too. Well, yeah, by us. And that would be Listener Mike. And why is Listener Mike relative to Family Affair? Uh, because he is our elder brother. Yes. Listener Mike, welcome finally to the other side of the uh, Yacht Rock podcast experience. Well, yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, right out of the gate, we go right to the elder comments. I see uh, <laughs> this is going to be a long uh, day. Well, yes, this is the yes. first time that John's not the elder brother of the team. Oh, yeah, yeah I so, feel so young. Yeah, exactly. Youthful. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you are going to help us get through this Hey 16, and the reason, I think, other than the fact that you're our brother, and at some point we had to invite you on, I think the relevant reason for me is that I think I owe a lot of my... Steely Dan fandom to probably pick you up through osmosis from when you used to listen to it back in your burnout days. I wore you down, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Yeah. Actually, uh, now I'm getting worn down even more by the uh, the deep cut lovers. Is that right? I've got to be the least interesting guest you've ever had and probably will ever have. So uh, That's the first thing and probably the only thing I'll agree with you today. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so, But you are a Steely Dan aficionado lover. Um, you've been saying all along, even before we did this tournament, that we are talking about the music that you just happened to listen to growing up. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course it wasn't Yacht Rock back then, but right. uh, back in, say, 79, 80, 81, uh, group of friends and I were listening to what others considered uh, odd music. Hmm. Uh, of course, it, w- it was popular in its own way, but while a lot of people were uh, getting down with the Rolling Stones, Some Girls album, and still yeah. cranking Led Zeppelin and yeah. all that, uh, we were listening to uh, Steely Dan uh, and uh, a lot of uh, uh, music that is uh, from that same uh, genre, if you will, or era. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it, it we loved it then for the very same reasons we love it today. It just, it had so much going on and was so different than everything uh, else that we were hearing. Well, you come from a jazz side to a student of Coltrane and Charlie Parker and later on Sanborn, which you were listening to at that time. So the jazz stuff had to be maybe your pathway in your trigger. Yeah, it, it, it really was in a lot of ways, although I, I will say that my first introduction to Seely Dan really came uh, years before that. I don't know if you remember, uh, but uh, our father uh, had I remember uh, Can't Buy a Thrill on cassette. And he Did would he really? Play it. Well, I, didn't, uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he, he kind of went through that phase where he was getting a lot of uh, recordings of uh, uh Music that wasn't necessarily uh, in his wheelhouse, mm. uh, and Steely Dan uh, was, was uh, certainly one of those uh, one of those groups. So, uh. and that probably goes back to I, I can't remember uh, when uh, "Can't Buy a Thrill" uh, came out. Seventy two, something like that. So yeah, yeah. I would have been seven at the time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I th- and I, I too. Age alert. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, this was probably early seventies, so it was much younger. But uh, yeah, that was my first exposure. All right. Well, last question for me anyway before we get into it, or should I say, dive in. 
Um, is so you play bass and you play sax. Would you consider yourself more of a Nathan East or more of an Ernie Watts? <laughs> Probably none of the above. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, I would say it's debatable uh, whether That's the I'm easy out, a, a Come sax, on. sax player or a bass player. But if you uh, had to die and go uh, yeah. into one, only one person's body. It'd it probably have to be Ernie Watts. Yeah. Uh, as much as I love Nathan East, uh, Ernie Watts is is was a monster, uh, and uh, in a, in a variety of genres, he was always himself. But uh, he was extremely successful uh, in the jazz world, and then of course uh, yacht rock, as we oh, all know. Yeah. All right, John, uh, yep. let us go. What are we doing here? Take the helm. I've forgotten now. Ooh, take the helm. Man, not he's, bad. I was going to say, almost a misuse of the bell by the guest. Well, he here. brought his no, own no, bell. No, That's no, not yeah. fair. Get, get the pun bell ready. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got them written down? No. Okay. <laughs> then Tom comes with to. notes of what funnies he wants to say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're down to what we have called the Hey 16. We started with 64 Steely Dan or Donald Fagan solo album songs. Through a seeding process, you can get all that from earlier episodes, so I don't need to delve back into that. But we've had multiple guests on where we have uh, pitted one song against the other, and one has been eliminated. One moves on, survive in advance, as they say, and we are down to 16. And as Tom has labeled them, the Hey 16, we're going to work that all the way down and crown a final champion in our March to Madness 2023. Yeah, I thought it was A19. How did we... Uh, what happened? Try Pay to follow along. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and again, thank you to Quervo Gold and the Fine Columbian for pretending to sponsor our uh, tournament here. Yeah. All right. So That's uh, not funny anymore. Listener Mike. <laughs> uh, speaking of not being funny anymore. <laughs> yes. Listener Mike, uh, we've got four regions. You're going to help us uh, figure out where we're going first. Bodacious Cowboys. Brubeck. Uh, Mad About Brubeck. Uh, West on Sunset. Or Dude Ranch Above the Sea. You know how I feel about Brubeck. Okay, you are mad about Brubeck. All right, yes. here we go. So what we're going to do is I am going to MC this side of the bracket. So this region and Dude above uh, Dude Ranch Above right. the Sea. Then I'm going to... So what has to happen is you guys have to agree. <laughs> and if you <laughs> don't... This would be the longest episode yeah, ever. If you don't, I am going to break the tie. So. Okay. All right, here we go. Mad about Brubeck. Let's start with the... Um, the number three seed got through IGY, which is a yeah, yeah, Fagan interloper. Fagan solo, right. Right. Against the two seed of the region, Kid Charlemagne. Listener Mike, what say you? Ooh. Who advances? So IGY, the diaper dandy, huh? Yeah, sort of, mm. yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much to debate, although I'm happy to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kid Charlemagne's got to get through. I mean, you got Larry Carlton, uh, just an epic guitar solo. I think it was rated by Rolling Stone as one of the top mm. 100 guitar solos of all time so yeah yeah i know you want to argue with with me on this no i just want to point out that you didn't know the lyric is there gas in the car yes there's gas in the car (laughs) but anyway you know me in lyrics (laughs) in this case i i have to agree so much you know i i see igy as just the top of the top but for the reasons you said when you talk about the carlton solo and wrap that in the fact that it's you know a steely dan song over a fagan solo i guess i got to give that one the nod And Kanye West sampled it. I mean, it's got to be awesome, <laughs> oh, well then, right? Oh, why so, did you yeah, lead that, with that? I'll probably right. edit that out. Okay. And then the other side of the Mad About Brubeck region has the number one seed FM facing the bracket-busting Boston Rag. Mm. Listener Mike, who's advancing? <sighs> I, I, 
I, I love Boston Rag, and you know the ending with the guitar and piano interplay and all that is awesome. But uh, it's got to be FM, yeah, all day long. Is that because of the sponsors? Uh, <laughs> still not funny. <laughs> uh, and yeah. again, uh, Pete Christlieb, you know, just a classic, classic uh, sax solo. And I'm a little partial, of course, to sax solos, but uh, you know, uh, FM has got to be. Yeah, John? yeah, I think the fantasy run ends here for Boston Rag, even though that is the song that really finally set the hook in my mouth for Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. Is that that's a fishing reference? So I get it, Dan? <laughs> that's close enough. All right, well, yeah. uh, Boston it's... Rag is out and FM goes through. The girls don't seem to care what's on as long as they play. Okay. Well, you know what they say. You know, you give FM four days to prepare for anyone. They're going to exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So let's move to the Dude Ranch above the sea region. Again, the number one seed, the Blue Blood, <laughs> Blue Blood Babylon Sisters, faces another. Well, this is a four seed, so somewhat of a Cinderella story here at the Western World. Oh, jeez. Babylon oh, Sisters. Jeez, maybe I'll talk through Listen this to Mike, one first. Shake it. Oh, oh, oh he's going first. Why is John talking all of a sudden? Oh, first. I don't know. Listen to Mike. You better shake it, baby. You right. better shake it, baby. Yeah, he okay. gets to go first on everyone. <laughs> yeah. All, all right, John, you better oh, shake it. You better shake it, Never baby. Age, be- age before beauty. Listen to Mike. You yeah. better okay. shake it. Somebody shake it. Uh, well, uh, no, you forgot what songs we've been talking <laughs> about. Babylon no, I, I got it. I got it. So, Babylon Sisters for me is again. I'm not sure what their seed was, but number be, one, yeah, so number one seed. Uh, that's got to go through uh, here at the uh, Western World is uh, gr- great tune, but uh, th- there's just too much going on in Babylon Sisters. I, I love the muted trumpet uh, solo, or uh, if, if you want to call it a solo, yeah. or the work in there. Uh, of course, that's Randy Brecker and mm. uh, Tom Scott. You got Listen to him pull out the personnel. You got mm-hmm. Rainy and and I don't even have any notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's me. that paper in front of you, uh, old yeah, timer? Yeah, don't look behind the curtain. Uh, but yeah, uh, the classic uh, duo of uh, Rainey and Purdy, and uh, it's uh, they're going through. Unless, right. unless John has lost his mind. No, you know, Babylon Sisters is probably my favorite Steely Dan song, mm. and I do think it's one that you would hold up as saying, how, what kind of sound would define Steely Dan? This is not the only one I would go to. Here at the Western World is so great, but it suffers from the fact that it's not on an album. It was, you know, put mm. out later on a compilation, and maybe that it, it feels like it stands alone. You know, it, I, I don't know. Maybe if you pocket it in on Asia or something like that, you might perceive it differently. But Babylon Sisters is my pick as well. Babylon Sisters. Babylon Sisters. All right, chalk it in. All right, and then Can the I ask other a one. question, real quick. Uh, no, that you save those for the lightning round. Well, what, what is chalky? <laughs> uh, okay, let's have some little aside music. Okay, so here, boys and girls, chalk is what they refer to in the actual NCAA tournament as the just clear favorite. It's the person who picks all the favorites. You're just chalking it in, right? So you're not really thinking about that, it. You're just yeah. following oh. the seed numbers, and yep. yeah, and we're not doing that. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, resume tournament. Resume. Yeah. Okay, go. so John, we're gonna let you do this one first because this is the uh, this I think the story of the tournament is mm-hmm. H King getting in, uh, beating out New Frontier, much God. to your chagrin, and they are facing Ricky. Don't lose that number. The six seed. 
Yeah, I thought you were pulling a fast one on me when you put H-Gang through, but you kind of uh, revisited why in mm-hmm. the lightning round, yes. about how yachty that beginning is. That is a song that's out of time. It's out of its place because it belongs back in the deeper part of Steely Dance catalog. Which was essentially my point, I think. But... Even though Ricky don't lose that number, I think as the quote hits go, that's the one that it's often forgotten. Mm-hmm. But I think it belongs up there with, with Deacon Blues and some of these others that are held at the top. And so, yeah, Ricky for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to uh, agree, but uh, I've got a few soft spots in that one. Uh, as you know, I'm a big Timothy B. Schmidt fan, and he doesn't play bass on there, but he uh, is doing backing vocals. But... That- don't you dare bring an eagle into a Yacht Rock podcast. <laughs> well, we've dropped the Yacht Rock no, you, part. You, oh, yeah. you, caught, you caught me there. But uh, uh, Jim Gordon on drums, mm, which uh, uh, I was uh, listening to him with Derek and the Dominoes at about the same time I was listening to Steely Dan. So, so this is before uh, he killed his mother with an axe, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I think just before, as, as a matter <laughs> yes. of fact. But, uh, the madness. That, that would have disqualified him, him from this tournament. Yeah. Uh, so Ricky Don't Lose this one. Ricky Don't Lose That Number all right very good so let's finish out and get to a final four here we've got ricky don't lose this one number against babylon sisters Ooh, Ooh you can go first on this one <laughs> i'm sticking with babylon because even though i know time you're not as crazy about uh the polish of the Gaucho album, mm-hmm. I think that it better represents where they were going. As I said, Ricky's a little earlier in their catalog, Pretzel Logic, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I think Babylon is better representative. I'm putting that one through. What do you think? Uh, 100% agree. Okay. Ooh, that was easy. Okay. For all the same reasons. And for the chalk not. reasons. And, and I'm not just kissing up either for the okay. lightning round. Good. You're not right. coming back on anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's go to our Cuervo Gold uh, FM, mm. facing off against Kid Charlemagne. One versus a two. Oh, oh man. boy. Here Listen to Mike's got to start this one. Oh, boy. Oy. This is, what, the classic Duke-Kansas matchup? Well, or, not uh, anymore, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, don't spoil it. Yeah. Um, I got to go Kid Charlemagne. Ooh. And uh, I could do a lengthy debate with myself. Yes. But in the end, it's uh, it's going to be Kid Charlemagne. And, and one of the things I didn't mention, and I'll mention to my fellow bass player, uh, Tom, over here, yes. is the, the bass work in Kid Charlemagne is just insane. Rainy's almost got that. And, it, and it's not really Rainy-esque, but it's that rock of Prestia, uh kind of super you know, staccato, quick uh, finger work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's... All right. That's a good case. Difficult, but... This, well, is, this is where this the is rubber meets the road. This is finally your opportunity to break a tie, because I think I'm leaning FM. So I am going to uh, put it into your hands, Tom. All right. Well, if you were paying attention to earlier episodes, I there was a spoiler. I forecast. I That's uh, what they call foreshadowing in the business. Mm. Um, that FM has just weaseled its way into my top spot. That's right. So FM is going through. Sorry, listener Mike. Well, not because it's convincing. I'm just, just because su- I'm surprised it took this long for you to disagree with me. So uh, <laughs> that's my no first problem. opportunity. Yeah, I took well, it. That's true. All like, right, you weren't the Nixon brother. I thought we'll be disagreeing out of the gate, but yeah, that's true. All right, on this side in the final four, we've got FM going against. Babylon Sisters. Oh, my. Woo. We'll give you a bit to think about that. Oh, so, John, I'm going to hand the baton over to you, and you could take us to the bodacious Cowboys region. Hey, it's Kaylee. 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so we're going to look at the other half of the bracket here. And we've got, uh, I guess I'll give you the choice, Bodacious Cowboys region or West on Sunset. What be your preference? Let's go West, young man. All right, very good. Where are we here? We've got Where a uh, number one seed. Deacon Blues. Oof. And I know what your feelings are on Deacon Blues. Oh, boy. Against a deep cut off of Asia. Uh, five seed, though, but home at last. Mm. The Purdy Shuffle. I, I, I should almost recuse myself on this one because can't, I can't. I mean, uh, learn to work the saxophone. I mean, it's yes. like, yeah. But hmm. should I'm I ask about gonna... the drink scotch whiskey line too? <laughs> Never mind. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. There's, there's also ask. there's also also that. Well, uh, I am going uh, Deacon Blues uh, if I am not forced to recuse myself uh, no, for you're... maybe all the obvious reasons. It was uh... this is what makes it un uh, unpredictable. Yep. So, Tom, what what's your thoughts? Well, Deacon the, Blues home at last. They call Alabama the Crimson Tide. They do, and that's why I have winning the other tournament. Okay, so I'm going to send Deacon Blues through in this tournament. They got it. Deacon Blues is through. How about that? Now we have uh, two title tracks up against each other. And we, we had the um, Inside Music cast guys on. They both seem to agree that the Asia album and the Gaucho album are the uh, piece de resistance of uh, the catalog. So oui. we have the title tracks from each of those. Asia versus Gaucho. Which one was which? Asia was on the title track to Asia. Right. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> that would make Gaucho the title track on the other one. Hold on. Back up. All right, uh, who's going first here? Uh, you go first on this one. You know my answer to this. I'm not a huge Gaucho fan. All I'm right. sorry. Well, then that's fine. And I'm a huge Asia fan. You're, so even why the title are you track. Such a Gaucho hater. Did it get uh, a little too sophisticated for you, or what, what no, happened? No, it was too much Wendell. Oh, too much. Too much Wendell. watered down. Oh, okay. Just, they yeah, took yeah. the band out of it. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. Oh boy. Well, again, easy for me. I mean, the uh, the Gad shorter deal in there. Wayne Shorter. Uh, yeah, but you got to decide between Wayne Shorter and Tom Scott now. Not yet. I don't. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, I might be you know over my head. Yeah. Well, I, I'm still going Asia. I could again go on and on as to why, but uh, I don't have to. All right. Apparently. <laughs> so, we're not asking you to. No, apparently we're not. As well. <laughs> that was, since you didn't ask. <laughs> so that gives a, uh, this is quite the knockdown drag out uh, matchup here to get into the final four. That is Deacon Blues against Asia now. Asia on Asia oh. crime, Tom, as you like to say. Yes, it is. So and they kind of crossed whew. over brackets. Yeah, How did that yeah. happen? That's, well, it's kind of like Michigan State uh, placing, uh, facing off against Purdue, which they will not. We're not, not. going into oh. the seeding process. Oh, okay. I'm not questioning. So what do you think, I'm Mike? just curious. You got uh, Deacon Blues or Asia. Hit wow. versus deep cut. Oh, boy. Are you a hit guy or a deep cut guy? Uh, I- I'm putting Asia through if I'm allowed. We'll see with... Uh, Okay. Tom, we'll probably have some debate here, but uh, okay, can't go against Asia, at All least right. not yet. What do they call the Crimson Tide? 
Alabama. Or the other way around. Yeah. 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 Deacon Blue. Sorry. It's, uh, I love that Asia tune for yeah. all the reasons you were going to enumerate before yeah. we decided not to hear them. Uh, but just Deacon Blues, I said on last week's episode, this was sort of my gateway into like finally deciding, all right, there's a ton of Steely Dan that I just got to go explore because this wasn't a deep cut or anything, but it was not the obvious hit that going back to what I heard through osmosis was more of the, uh, reeling in the years and the burnout stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. this is kind of like, oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not mad uh, at you. I okay, mean, good. Uh, All right. Well, that puts it into my hands and I have two words for you. Uh-oh. Deacon blues, Steve Gad. Talk to me, bro. Asia goes through. He was the yes. drummer on Deacon blues. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, no. Stephen Gad. <laughs> All right, Asia is through. And thank you for that, John. Ooh. I thought I was in over my head. But I had to, in making <laughs> that decision, like the, the latrine, but <laughs> in making that decision, I had to knock out what was actually my pick to win it all. Really? Deacon Blues? Yep. That was my pick to win it all. Oh, really? Huh, interesting. Bracket okay. buster there. Yep. I went against himself. I don't yeah. even know what to call that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How do you go against yourself? Well, I didn't expect that I would have to be making that decision between yeah. those two songs. So oh. we're going down to the Bodacious Cowboys region. So everybody get your leather poncho out. I knew that lyric. Okay. Here we yes. go. We have Peg. Thank you, Tom. Oh, against- that Michael McDonald. That, that's also not funny. <laughs> Speaking of not Never funny. Never claimed it was funny. Yeah. Just. Against yeah. Lester, the Nightfly. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You this diaper, one to me? No, Mike. Okay, Mike, you go first on this one. Now, are you a Nightfly guy or are you a Peg guy? I, I, I got to tell you, uh, Nightfly was kind of a lifesaver uh, when we were listening to Steely Dan, and of course, uh, you know they went without uh, any new releases, new albums, or anything like that, and we thought it was over. And I guess it, for the most part, Steely Dan kind of was over at that point, mm-hmm. and then. The Nightfly came out, and we thought, you know, we had gone to heaven because yeah. we got our "quote unquote" Steely Dan back. At least we got Fagin back. But uh, love Nightfly, love the whole album. Uh, Marcus Miller, you, you know what a hero he is to me. And uh, I'm gonna have to vote against my boy Marcus mm. uh, because uh, it's just got to be that way. All right. So you're saying is that code for pegs going through? I think so. Okay. I've got one word for you, John. I know what it is. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. You want me to hit can companies I, now? Can I, I change my? Can I change my decision? No. <laughs> right. Locked and loaded. Oh, okay. Boy. Now we're going to go to another. There's a lot of Asia tunes making it this far, which is no surprise. No, not at all. I uh, don't envy you guys having to pick between this one, Mike. You're going to go first on this one again. Okay. All right. This has got Josie against Black Cow. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh wow. That might be the toughest matchup of the day. So wow. most even, I think. Yeah. 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 Rainy on rainy crime here. Huh? <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'm going to have to go with Black Cow, and uh, but it's tight. It really is. I I, I do. Uh, what would be the reason? I like Tom Scott's work in there. Uh, it just. I, I like the way it moves, and uh, it's got a mm. good beat. And I can <laughs> dance to it. And okay. uh, <laughs> this is not solid gold. Just because okay. I like it better. How does that right. sound? Okay, so just preference. That's your right. criteria. What's the, what's the seating there? Did you mention that? Josie's a two, I think. Uh, Black Cow is the two, and Josie was the three. Okay. So chalky. All right. Um, well, I am going to actually go against that pick. I'm going to leave it to you, John, because I would put Josie in surprisingly convincingly just given the matchup so all right oh that leaves it up to me well i'm gonna send josie on a vacation far away 
Black cow goes through. I'm shocked. That was my dark horse. You know, when you say about how it moves, that that's the thing for me. I kind of gravitate more towards their slow groove type tunes. Mm. So Babylon Sisters, Home at Last. Okay. So Black Cow fits that vibe. So for you me. busted my bracket, by the way. That was my. I have two picks. <laughs> Just a hedge. Josie was my dark yeah, horse. Yeah, well, I have a okay. I have a dark horse you have an that's still too? in it. Okay, it's still in it. Yes, gotcha. Uh, that would leave us with Peg against Black Cow to Can get I into the final first? four. Oh. <laughs> Oh, am I going first? No, Tom's first on this one. You're going second. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. That's all I'm going to hear. Nightmares. You're welcome. Uh, That being said, uh, it's Peg. I already voted. That was my... I guess You want to hear it again? I I could have predicted that outcome. All right. So Peg is into the final four. Woo, baby. Going up against Asia. All right. Well, we've got the final four. John, give us the final four, and then I shall MC us to completion. Yeah. All right. So on this side, we have, uh, as we said, we have up against Asia. The other side of the bracket, we settled on FM and Babylon Sisters. Ooh, that's going to be tough. All right. Tom, I'm handing the uh, long... Uh, Gene Rayburn microphone over to you to MC us to the end. Okay, let's. We're we're all get a chance to vote, although only your two will vote. Uh, vote will count, but we'll let, unless uh, you have to break a tie. That's true. Or a disagreement. Listener Mike, you're gonna go first every time here. So okay, uh, who you got? You got. Ooh, starting to fail me against Asia. 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 Wow. Peg. Oh, okay, I'm not Asia's even in anymore final. now that they're a loser. Right. Okay. FM against Babylon Sisters. Again, you paying attention? Oh, listen, no, I'm really uh, not. Got something to share with the entire class? <laughs> FM against Babylon Sisters. Oh boy, I'm going to go with FM. I'm going Babylon. Uh, mm. What a flip flop that is for uh, me because I uh, went against FM. You sent him through, and now I'm it's sending all about him through. The matchups. Yep. I just all understand. 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 All right, FM's going through, so. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it won't die. Well, I will have to announce that my dark horse is still in this. Uh, my pick is still in. I know who your oh, dark horse. Okay. <laughs> so I bet I know who your dark horse. My pick was FM is. to win the whole tournament, and my- your dark horse was Asia. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So yep. Uncle, our Uncle Mike, listener Mike, oh, Uncle Mike, uh, old timer Mike, <laughs> Uncle Tom, who's going to win the 2023 March to Madness tournament sponsored by Quiver Gold and the Fine Colombian. So I'm being asked to pick the winner you right are. now. Asia against FM. Is this where they cut to a commercial or nope. no? After your pick. Oh, okay. Then they start doing um, one shining moment. Oh, that's what I, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can't wait uh, to It has not that. been well, graded on the Oscar scale. Cue the orchestra because Asia has won it all. Oh, John? Asia has won it all. Oh, my down goes FM. See, John, just how we rehearsed it. Yeah, bingo. That, that, when you know, you got to know what you're doing when you're bringing in a ringer. I would not have, have guessed Asia was going to win it all. I mean, clearly, you you no. kind of called um, it, but I, I at the beginning, I never would have uh, would have picked that. Well, they were a three seed, so they weren't. You know, maybe didn't qualify completely as a dark horse, but once you got beyond what I thought were the obvious ones, like Deacon Blues and Peg, yeah. Um, and the, the number one seeds, I felt like anything could happen beyond that. And uh, Asia, being that it's its most expanded song, it's like three songs in one. It's got the long solo section. It doesn't fit into a small four-minute window. I thought that 
it could get knocked out at some point by anybody who wasn't into the more progressive mm. expanded stuff, but it made it all the way. Yep. I, I really think it was the Fagan police whistle that really oh, yeah. <laughs> took it over the top. He thought it was we a samba section going yeah, on or something. I don't know what that was. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yell at uh, Listener Mike on Facebook. Tell him where he got it wrong. He's not on Facebook, so it won't matter. Yeah. Next year, we do the Toto Invitational Tournament. Yes. That's oh, got a good ring wow. to it. Yeah. Right? Imagine okay. those acronyms. And, and maybe yep. Mr. Lukather will come and do the... Ooh. He'll do the finals The, the finals. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Listener Mike, this is highly unorthodox, but would you like to stick around for a lightning round? Uh, as a matter of fact, I would. All right, John, cue the sound effect. Is there gas in the car? No, never mind. <laughs> it doesn't go well with lightning. Yeah, that's true. All right, so here we are. I'm going to kick us off. Okay. Our first round of the lightning round, listener Mike, if you've been paying, uh, playing along at home, is found at sea. Here's something I found at sea just this morning, uh, courtesy of the Today in Yacht Rock Twitter account. You ever follow them? Yep. Yeah, it's a fun little uh, to follow. So the day that we're recording this episode... On this day in Yacht Rock, Steely Dan was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2001. It was their fourth year of eligibility, and in an interview prior to the ceremony, Donald Fagan described his feelings about being inducted as tremendous indifference. <laughs> it's as if there is such a thing. It's like being extremely mediocre. Yeah, exactly. That's so Fagan, Sounds though, like a lyric. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's what I found at sea. Uh, shall we let uh, Mike have his go at yeah. Uh, what do you got? Find so, uh, found overseas. No, at sea. Oh, boy, this is going what, well. What's that? No. Found at sea. Oh, found at sea. Okay. Well, uh, all right, next. For the, <laughs> for the lightning round, uh, I gave myself a, a little bit of a set of guardrails and said, uh, it doesn't have to be Steely Dan. Right. But I uh, set up a rule for myself that any uh, tune I chose, we're going to have at least one performer that uh, played a semi-significant role in Steely Dan. Okay, that so, sounds good. And, and I am going to get raked over the coals by John, I think, on all three of my selections. Perfect. But that's what I expected. So, uh, Found at Sea. So this is the my second favorite version of this song. Uh, it is uh, one that I think everybody's pretty familiar with. Uh, who's right, who's wrong. Oh, yeah. But it is the uh, Randy Crawford Al Jarreau version from uh, an album uh, that was released on the name Casino Lights. Mm -hmm. It was a live recording for the Montreux Jazz Festival, recorded in 81. And uh, even has a little Marcus Miller slap bass uh, to it. And uh, not that that's the only feature, but that uh, certainly uh, makes it uh, somewhat unique. That is a fine selection, whoa, John. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, wait. whoa, whoa, whoa. We do have a time limit. Oh, well, <laughs> you better extend it just a tad. But what I found at sea uh, when I was uh, surfing the interweb was in the credits, there was some interesting personnel. For backing vocals, Bill Champlin, mm -hmm. Richard Page, and Stephen George. Now you're doing it right. Now, that's now right. here's the thing. There's no way that they were the in mantra. For this. You think they were overdubbed later, huh? Yeah. In the credits, uh, there's an asterisk. It also has Buzz Phaeton in there yeah. as well. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't there. You so. should start a podcast. You know all this stuff. About yeah. Well, you know, I'm uh, well rehearsed, let's yeah. just say. But anyway, uh, I listened back. Listen to the last chorus. Clearly, they're not uh, in at all. The only chance that they are actually in there, because I know you can't believe everything, even though you read it on the internet. But uh, maybe you want to give that a play, John, and see if we can uh, uh, hear them. 
All right. Well, that, well, was, that was fairly well done for a rookie. That was fairly lengthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need only 15 minutes per It tune. is true that you can never really know the veracity of anything you find at sea, but here goes. Uh, what year did you say they were inducted in the Hall of Fame? 2001. Okay. Interesting. I thought that's what you said. Because in 2001, they also received... I have... Oh, okay. More fun facts, by All the way. Right. Uh, 2001, they received honorary degrees from the Berkeley College of Music I in Boston. I know that. Where their music is a large part of the curriculum. So I wonder if he was, what, magically indifferent or whatever it was? Tremendously indifferent. Yeah, okay. Uh, here's what, and I picked three. Uh, the second one is that um, Steely Dan released seven studio albums between 72 and 80, which we would know as their heyday. And we know how many, that they use so many studio session musicians. It's over 100. Other than Donald Fagan and Walter Becker, the only musician that played on all seven of those albums, would you care to guess? Oh, every all seven albums. Yep, Larry Carlton. No, no, because he wasn't on the early stuff. The answer is uh, Victor Feldman. I was going to guess uh, percussionist. Yeah, Victor Feldman. Yeah. 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 Right. And then uh, he, this one I'd never heard, but I, I, I. So, like I said, veracity. But uh, when Bob Dylan had placed a tiny ad in an LA newspaper for qualified but unknown musicians that he wanted for his 1981 tour, Donald Fagan, using his real name, applied for the keyboard position. A few days later, Dylan's bass player, who was kind of running the band, called Fagan and told him what a great idea it was that he was interested in playing piano for Dylan. I'll definitely talk to Bob about it, he said. Um, and I will get back to you in a few days. Well, of course, he never called back. <laughs> <laughs> and Fagan says, as far as I'm concerned, Dylan passed up a good thing. Sorry, Bob. I'm not available anymore. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Jeez. So buried treasures, boys. Yeah, while well, you start us off, all we'll right. do a snake draft for oh, three snake people. Snake drafted. Now. Okay. Well, Mike, going back to early on, you gave us sort of your background on Steely Dan, why you were listening to them, what your group of friends were kind of into. And to me, there's another artist that I know you were into that I think is a very close relative, at least in approach, stylistically. It doesn't always sound like Steely Dan, but I think the approach is very similar. Uh, and this guy stayed pretty much on the uh, New York coast. I don't think he dipped his foot in the Pacific Ocean much. Michael Franks. Remember, you used to oh. listen to a lot of Michael Franks, right? Yeah. 1982, uh, from the Objects of Desire album, I am going to hit you with Michael Franks doing Jealousy. So this is one of those great personnel albums, too. So album has lots of different names on it. This particular track didn't really have that much. Uh, but the the album includes actually a blend of New York and L.A. musicians. So Sanborn's on the album. Victor Feldman mm -hmm. is on the album. Luther Vandross. Bonnie Raitt. Larry Carlton. Steve Kahn. Harvey Mason. And I know a bass player that you're very fond of and had close-up uh, experience with, right? Neil Jason? Uh, I don't know that I had close-up experience. Didn't you have like a close-up concert? Didn't you see him in concert? Oh, no, no, no. You're, uh, it, it was uh, the the fretless uh, bass player whose name is uh, Mark Egan. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was uh, at Freedom Hill here locally, Metro Detroit. Yeah, Mark okay. Egan. 
All right. All right. I yelled out to him and just yelled, hey, Mark, and waved to him. And he waved back like he knew me. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I don't know if I was embarrassed or thought I was cool, but. Did uh, you give him the call me sign? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, All right. Let's see how you follow up your uh, lost it, uh, found it. See how long the, it is. Yeah. Uh, is this treasure. is my buried treasure. Start the clock. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this is another one that uh, I'm probably going to get some pushback from, although you didn't give me a pushback on the last That's not what one. This is about, man. You're, uh, you're just in a good mood today. I mean, it's. <laughs> I expect better more. living through chemistry. Oh, there you go. go ahead. There you go. Uh, but this is also kind of a, a personnel thing. But uh, you've touched on Al Jarreau tunes in the past, mm-hmm. and certainly some of them are even uh, certified. But I'm going to uh, take you to uh, a 1986 tune off of the Bob James David Sanborn album Double Vision. Do you know which one I'm going to say? I can't come up with the title right now, but he, he has. There's only one song on there with Al Jarreau, but I know, and I saw him. I saw a guy perform it down here in Detroit when Sanborn and Bob James played. It wasn't obviously Al Jarreau singing. It was another guy that nailed it. Uh, I, I, I know he hits that beautiful yeah. note at the end. Yeah. Uh, oh, tell so, me. Uh, since I Fell For You. There it is. So it, That's an old tune. I mean, I think it was originally recorded by Marvin Gaye, so it goes back. But it, this is a, a super... I think hip tune is it yacht. It's not yacht, but uh, it it has uh, elements of it, and uh, I, I'd like you to play a, a, a couple just little pieces of it. And in particular, though, the last uh, what I'll call the last chorus that heads into that break where Sanborn hits that yeah. uh, note, and then the the outro. Uh, briefly, uh, you might want to play a little bit of that too. But if I got any pushback, you know, I was going to go to personnel. But uh, well, hit us with it. What is it? Well, what? Or I'll drop the in the track now? first. Now I'm black and blue. I Obviously, you got Bob James and Sanborn. We got Marcus Miller, Steve Gadd, uh, Eric Gale, and Tom. This one's for you, Polina DaCosta. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. With on the outro, some serious, tasty percussion work by him, but. The engineer was Bill Schnee. Ah. So there. Otherwise known as Bill Schnee. Correct. Amundo. Yeah. Wow. They were both on there, I they think. They were both, yeah. Well done, up until the very uh, last vowel sound there. Okay. Very good. Well, um, by the way, Better Living Through Chemistry was Steely Dan's fourth album? Fifth album. <laughs> <laughs> it, sound like it does sound yeah, like You'd it. have to ask Becker if he was yeah. around. Um, All right. So, we've spent uh, more than a month in the Steely Dan catalog, which um, we've always said, is it really Yacht Rock or Yachty? It's got the jazz elements Mm -hmm. but no like r&b elements so i am going to steer this ship into a different harbor as we wave goodbye to the steely dand island uh (laughs) getting smaller in the distant horizon and i'm going to take us to debarge ah so we the three of us have a uh, text thread have you done your homework Mm -hmm. because we do a featured baseline of the week slash month or whatever and i just couldn't get over this really present in your face baseline of a great tune that's a buried treasure for me because i totally forgot about this song and he was on the radio and everything yeah this is debarge's i like it Was that, was that a Graydon production? I know he worked with them. I think that was produced by the eldest DeBarge. Okay. The dad, yeah. Yeah, that's great stuff, man. That that bass sound sounds like they took the mic and put it in the cabinet. I know. Right? <laughs> and brand new fresh strings. So it's Mike, hard what, to get what's your past take on the... Uh, it, 
it's hard to get past the I like it, I like it, oh, I, I really like, that like it. I like it. Yeah, it, it's, Ooh, so that, like... that's a little little cheesy, but you know the the, mm-hmm. the bass part's incredible. And yep. uh, what what year again was that? Uh, eighty two. Eighty two. And I agree with you. I think the production on the bass uh, was maybe a little ahead of its time in a way. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the presence and whatnot, but yeah, cool bass line, well executed. Loved it. Forty five on the Otsky sale. All right. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. there you yeah. go. Um, all right. Cool. Where are we now? I can't remember. Am I we, the end? We are, yeah. We're on off the map. Perfect. So I'm going to stick with DeBarge because as I go into this little uh, DeBarge Harbor here, I find myself in 1983, the next album. And uh, this could also be a buried treasure for me. What do y'all think of uh, You Want a Personnel? What do y'all think of uh, Time Will Reveal? <laughs> So I'm going to hand this back to you, Mike, because you want a personnel listener, John. Yep. Listen to this. Uh, Nathan East on bass, Mike. Mm. Uh, That's all I need to hear. Yep. And this one's for you, Paulina DaCosta. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So, John, you remember that one? Oh, yeah. that keeps uh, on giving. That's a good tune, man. There's some jazzy chords in there. Yes, you know, yes, yes. So welcome to uh, Harbor DeBarge. Harbor DeBarge. Almost sounded like DX7-ish to me. What year was that? 83. So it could be. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, I was paying attention to the... Uh, underscore of that. But I just yeah. realized that DeBarge is different than DeYacht. <laughs> yes. Okay. DeBarge is the oh. one that you fire the fireworks <laughs> they, off of yeah. the 4th of July. Gotcha. So it is Yachty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, I got this one picked for you, Michael. This is from 2023. Yacht superstar Mark Jordan just dropped a song called, wait for it, Coltrane Plays the Blues. One look in this street Rockin' baby Cool jam Black earth Wow I must say I've not heard that It's off the map Yeah, it's off the map It's very jazzy Picture New York jazz Yeah, right? Like traditional kind of singing He's got that uh, smoky kind of voice It's beautiful Yeah. Yeah, had to bring in the Coltrane though All right, Mike, this is your big chance here. How Uh, much time do I have left? 30 Uh, seconds. Less than that. (laughs) No, okay. Well, I I better hurry then. Uh, I already uh, touched on Randy Crawford uh, doing the Al Jarreau, uh, Who's Right, Who's Wrong uh, duet, but uh, this is another one that uh, has Randy Crawford in it, and it's definitely not yacht, so uh, we don't need to start arguing, although it fits in time-wise. Off the map. It's okay. Yep, 1979 from uh, the Crusaders album, Mm -hmm. Street Life, uh, the title track. Now, I got a real problem with this this song. I, first of all, I love it for a lot of reasons, but there's all types of different versions. The version you have to grab, though, if you guys are going to give this a listen, is the uh, album version, and it's 11 minutes long. Whoa. Yeah. We are out that's, of time. That's my first problem. It's way too long, but you got to listen to the sax intro. You got to listen to it. it, It's Wilton Felder, who, by the way, uh, played uh, bass on Pretzel Logic. Uh, There you go. There's the tie in there. Nice tie in. Bob James, or excuse me, Joe Sample. Joe Sample does a a pretty awesome uh, Rhodes uh, solo. But uh, listen to the Wilton Felder sax solo, particularly the intro solo. Thank you. 
So you've managed to find a person who plays bass and sax on the same song. That's whose soul you want to go into, or whose body you want your soul to go into. That, well, that Milton wasn't Feller. one. That wasn't one of my options, but that would yeah. be the guy. Yeah, mm, interesting. I mean, incredible, uh, incredible bass player and incredible sax. I mean, it's not like he's a great sax player that plays a little bit of bass. I mean, he like I was just uh, saying, you know, the Jackson Five. I want you back. Bass yeah. line is him. Yeah, he's booked as a session guy on both. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and then he also uh, uh, who is the. Uh, jazz organist that was so uh popular it doesn't matter but he he uh did the uh new york uh jazz scene too as a bass player playing straight ahead jazz on a uh, upright uh, no on a fender oh. uh okay. uh single coil precision bass wow okay in in pl- i mean is quite good at that too and yeah. uh, so, just like listener mike that, yep. well yeah well our thanks go Poor out to listener version. mike for uh joining us and helping us get down from the hay 16 to the uh the maddest of the mad asia yeah much to my chagrin mm-hmm. so you've done yeoman's work today my friend uh but here's your chance oh boy to make or break oh your boy. appearance on out of the main can he do it oh boy. Oh, boy.